Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Cork's Red FM. Evening, ladies and gentlemen. Very glad you could join us for the Big Red Bench on this Sunday evening. We have an incredibly packed show. We have All Ireland champions in the studio. They from the Cork Miners after their fantastic win over Clare yesterday. Back to back titles for the Rebels. Absolutely fantastic stuff. We'll also hear from uh, Paddy Murray after the seniors win over Clare in Ennis today. Reaction from the double header in Porky Rin today. Victories for Fomoy and Kilworth in the Premier Intermediate Hurling Championship. We'll be talking to uh, John Cotter, Cork City Assistant Bosses. They look to get some form back and get a win tomorrow night as they take on Finn Harps. Who tickets to give away to that game as well also going to hear from Greg Constant after Blarney United's on the 17th won the FAI Cup and we'll have plenty more besides as well you're listening to The Big Red Bench on Cork's Red FM Glad you could join us. 0868104106 is our number. If you would like to text us or indeed ask the All-Ireland Champions, Cork, any questions whatsoever, get in touch. 0868104106. Now, we normally start the show with the roundup, but Kieran, I think it'll be rude to leave All-Ireland Champions waiting. Yeah, uh, we've uh, three of them in the... Uh, d- I was going to say reception, but the, the studio. <laughs> studio where I'm we work literally, here. literally just ran up the stairs with the gang from Parky Rin. Um, yeah, so uh, we've manager uh, Jerry Wallace, uh, selector Michael Boland, and captain uh, Hannah O'Leary as well, uh, all Ireland champions in the studio for the the second year uh, running. Jerry, is that right? That's right, uh, Kieran. Yeah, we're delighted to be here this evening. Um, we're all a small bit hoarse. I think Hannah's not going to be able to talk in a minute. <laughs> And Michael pulled a hamstring coming up the stairs. So. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. That's my fault. In fairness, we uh, absolutely lifted whatever about Hannah running. You haven't run that much or that fast in quite a while. So. Um, but uh, yeah, lads, fantastic win. Uh, I've seen videos now and everything of some of the, the celebrations, but some uh, fantastic scenes. Um, it was, yeah, it was a fantastic day for Cork and we're just delighted like that uh, we brought the title back again and have done two in a row so a, a very unique achievement uh, for any sporting team in Cork and uh, we've set up the year for everyone else now and it's up to everyone else to follow us on Yeah and uh, Mike yourself um, getting to Cork getting to hold on to that uh, cup for a second year in a, a row the, the first half was very very one sided I know it was a very strong game but Claire really came back into it were you worried at any stage? Yeah it's the second half uh, the first half was probably one side you'd say but instead Clare were trying very hard to stop us from getting scores but we were on a run but in the second half it was the other way around mm. but I thought most of the game we managed it well in the second half we're competing and breaking ball an awful lot there was a couple of silly frees here and there it was keeping clear in the game uh, and every now and then you know they got a, a rub of the green I think with a couple of referee decisions yeah, okay. like, and that's what kind of kept the game alive but always I thought maybe with when we got into injury time we were 11 points up so we felt very comfortable really you know yeah, guys if I can just go back to the start of the match um, there was a very very strong breeze um, that favoured G in the first half now I assumed that G had just won the toss and decided to play with the breeze but that wasn't the case um, no, and we let our captain Hannah know confirm <laughs> that were you yes. surprised Hannah? <laughs> Yeah. Breeze to give us all the advantage we could take. So, yeah. Were you going to play with the toss, obviously, if you'd won it? Yeah, we were going to play with the, with the breeze against us. So, 
Yeah, we were going to play against the Avery's. And it obviously gave you a big massive advantage, I suppose, in that opening 30 minutes. Yeah, it gave us a huge advantage to close in the game and just to get as much ahead as we could. Yeah, uh, very horse, and uh, yeah. uh, lots of celebrating last night. Yeah, I'm getting my tonsils out as well on oh. Tuesday, <laughs> so I suppose yesterday didn't help. <laughs> the most of it's all before they come out. Um, uh, Jerry, look, uh, amazing scenes. We touched the second year in a row. Um, it's not often that happens. If the cup there in front roars, uh, don't just ro- don't break it. Roar. Um, the bottom is falling off. Of <laughs> roars after breaking it already. Um, but like, it's fantastic for for Cork Camogie as well to have the, the the crop of players coming up through as well to the seniors. We'll say in time. It is. It's wonderful. Like, I mean, last year after last year's success, we had three girls move forward into the senior team. Like, and that was a fantastic achievement for them to experience an All Ireland win at both minor and senior, and also involved with the intermediate team. We had a few, we had other girls that have been involved, and now we have this group coming ahead. Like, and there's probably two maybe at the moment that are standing out there, like okay. Fiona Keating and Emma Murphy. You know, two good girls that might be looking. Polly Murray might be looking at later in the season, and then the rest of the girls will fall up now into the junior and mm-hmm. the intermediate pa- uh, panels as well. So. It's great, like it's great for Cork Boy, it's great for the women's game in Cork, yeah. Fantastic, yeah. Kieran. Uh, Mikey, you were playing, as we've mentioned, uh, Claire in the final yesterday. You had to come over, overcome a, a very strong Kilkenny outfit in the, the semi final. Did you know much uh, about Claire going into the game? Well, we had played Claire the year before, yeah. and they had 13 players that were still underage this year, you know. Mm-hmm. So we knew a good bit about them, you know. We played them in a challenge match in Ballygrand earlier in the year, and we won by a point or two. But it was a good workout for us on the day. We knew to be tough, you know. They came uh, after beating Tipperary, who beaten us like in in the early round, you know. So we felt like, you know, there had to be something about them. They're not getting the yeah. final, just you know, very easily. So um, after Kilkenny beaten them, that was a bit of surprise. Kilkenny the scoreline that they beat them. Mm-hmm. We expected probably a bigger challenge, you know, but. Um, it was still all in all. The second half was hard going. Like we had to hang on to lead. We'd worked very hard for in the first half. But in fairness, look, clear or clear, and they're always they work in a two-year cycle. Okay. Maybe two years ago or three years ago, they were in the final again and they were beaten. Mm-hmm. So they're back in that stage again yeah. that they were in the final. So you always know clear or coming. They work with a team, a younger team. So look, all in all, we expected a bit more from them. Okay. Probably they didn't come on the day, you know. Yeah, when you're on the sideline and we touched on it there, the the, the lead. In the first half and then second half they coming back into it are, like is there a bit of panic on the sideline you know what are we going to change some things up here or what are we going to very funny like on the sideline we never panics really okay. only Jerry Wallace panics none of the <laughs> yeah, rest yeah. of us you know? <laughs> but it, in, Mike, saying, in saying Mike that Michael is the real manager <laughs> but, but in saying that you know in general we kind of come together and we, we think about it before we make any decision okay. and we kind of leave it go for maybe a minute or two but we're quick to make the move if we have to then as well. Yeah. Um, Jerry, we, we've spoke about it already this year. I think, was it eight players he lost from last year's team? Uh, from la- yeah, last year's we lost eight. I think I was looking at it earlier today and I think we have like uh, nine, nine or maybe eleven That'll, we we're, we're, we'll be losing 22 in total from this year's team now that won the All-Ireland this year we'll have 22 gone out of 31 wow. so like we have a big we have a big rebuilding job to do for Cork for two, uh, 220 if we're going to go for three in a row so like that'll start shortly with the under 17 development squads and we'll be talking to the county board and so forth about that but look we must enjoy this at the moment Kieran. and you know it was a fantastic day to go two in a row is fantastic like we built a new team this year really when you think yeah. about it I think it was six of last year's team played Mike yeah. Yeah. Um, 
played in the match yesterday. So like that showed, no, there was six played, but we had, I think, the, the, the balance of that were on the subs bench. And like what I liked about the end of the day was we, we were nearly able to get them all on. And as I said yesterday, we, we got most of the girls that are leaving the minor grade onto the, onto the field to play. Um, there's a couple that didn't get there, like, so, we'll, you know, we, we just have to keep planning and plotting for next year, hopefully, like, you know. Yeah, you, you mentioned plotting for, for next year. Have, are you saying now live on the big red bench that yourself and Mike are staying on for the th- third year? <laughs> no, Mike, Mike now is asking me to step down and I'm asking him to step up. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, made no decision. we made no decision till the end of the year. Uh, really. Yeah, well, that's a yeah. good political answer, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> He's already given it away, Mike. You're planning for next year already. But the, the year isn't obviously over at all yet because it, it works strange, a bit odd compared to other competitions I guess you're all Ireland champions but now you go into the Munster Championship which I know Cork didn't uh, get the, the title last year I know that was disappointing but like you've that to prepare for now yeah we, 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 we'll, we'll prepare for that like I, I suppose uh, it was an elderly man said it to myself and Mike yesterday evening leaving the ground and Nina he said like he said lads you've the all Ireland title again and like you can work away now and prepare again for 12 months uh, with the Munster Championship and like we got to the final last year and it was no fault of the girls or anyone that we didn't get over the line we met a very good Waterford team and I suppose they were like Clare like they wanted to win that Munster title more than we did last year um, we wanted to win that All-Ireland title more than anyone else in the country last year and same again yesterday we wanted that All-Ireland title once we got over the heat cup of that first round against Tipperary um, so like you know we're, 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 we're in a good old place like we'll, we'll try hard for it we'll battle hard for it but it gives us an opportunity now to sit down again with Trish Coleman and with Michael Welsh or our fellow selectors mm-hmm. and to look at the whole programme again and you know maybe there's a couple of girls like there was one girl there this year like uh, she, she declined coming in with us and she's a very good camogie player but she's, she said she wanted to concentrate on her leaving cert so like we made an old promise to that family that we'd give them a go again like so yeah. there's an opportunity when her leaving cert is over now to come back in maybe to the group and be involved as well, like so. Like the doors open all the time with us, Kieran. We had twenty-one clubs, and uh, in, in the Camogie and Cork playing yesterday, involved with the Cork minor team. That's uh-huh. a great thing for Cork. It's great tribute to the clubs. It's a great tribute to the coaches. Great tribute to the parents, you know, and everyone that has ever been involved with the girls, getting them um, to where they are today. Like it's fantastic. Yeah, um, Hannah, j- just um, on, or on the the the, we'll say you're from Ballincollig. Would I be right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, like, it's obviously fantastic for, for yourself, your family, and the club as well to have a player on the, the winning team and to captain it as well. Yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. My family were thrilled, especially to win the back-to-back title. And my club were great to put on a welcome party when I came home. So just thanks to Van Yeah, um, you did some serious celebrating. I've seen a lot of videos. I think Jerry's actually sent me a, a video in the last hour as well um, uh, of the, some of the, the celebrating. I think Jerry was taking on the role of uh, radio uh, researcher as well on the way home uh, last night. But um, like uh, for yourself, it's great. Uh, and just the, the players around you as well. and, and Leading, getting yeah. to lead all those players. Yeah, it was absolutely great. I was delighted when I was being told to be captain of the Cork minor mm-hmm. team. It was a great honour. And then the celebrations after, sure, we were all just delighted to win an All Ireland title. It's, it doesn't come around easy. Mm-hmm. So we just enjoyed the night and we'll just keep enjoying it now and try and hopefully go on and win the three in a row. <laughs> 
Yeah, and, and Mike, just uh, over to yourself, I remember talking to Jerry at the, the start of the year, and he was, certainly wasn't writing off Cork's chances, but uh, there, there was a bit of optimism in, in hoping to hold on to the All Ireland title, but he, I suppose, was saying how tough it was going to be, and, and I suppose there was some, some maybe tough games or elements of the games were tough, but you've got over the line now, and it's back to the drawing board again then for. Yeah, for, uh, the it's always hard starting again, yeah. you know. But when we did sit down earlier in the year, we've been realistic too. Yeah. With a young group of players, maybe four months earlier they were after playing Galway in the 16, all Ireland and they were after getting well beaten. So really we were realistic. But we did know the talent that was in the county and we searched it high and low to get a couple of more players in. And sometimes you get a bit of momentum. And when it gathers, it gathers. And in fairness, we got a match call left against Galway there because of the bad weather. Yeah. Uh, and all of a sudden then, we beat Wexford. You know, we started going from there. And I think each game we went, okay. we were getting better and better and better. You know, and sometimes when you have group, group, young group of girls, they have no fear. Mm-hmm. The year younger to the older girl. So, like, you know, I think the bit of momentum gathered. And the more we went on, you know, the win above in Galway... I'd say we got enormous courage after that, you yeah. know, and they drove on. But, like, all in all, you try your hardest to find what you can. And there's 30 players in the panel, Jerry said it there. You're not always going to... Everyone is going to be disappointed to don't get a game on a big day like that. But during the year, we've kind of been very even, and most girls have got on the field. As Jerry said, the five girls in there now that were minor this year, their last year... Yeah. They were kind of subs that got on, you know. Next year now, there's girls that are under 17 at the moment, and they'll be minor next year. And there might be someone else that comes on the panel this year that might be coming from in the 16s. Yeah. Like, they mightn't, you know what I mean? So it's a, it's a learning curve for us, and it's a learning curve for them, really, you know. Yeah, um, I was going to ask Jerry um, the the standard of Camogie uh, in Cork, it's obviously in a very good place at the moment. I think it is. I think the standard of club camogie in Cork is very, very strong. So it is. I think, especially the senior camogie. And I, I, what I liked about last year, after last year's campaign, was we, like Michael alluded to it there. We, we. I think Mike and myself and Trish Coleman and Michael Welch, we attended most matches that were played in the county. We didn't go together. We went our own ways, but we went to everything. And what was very encouraging last year, Kiran, was was a lot of the team that of the thirty girls that were involved with us. Mm-hmm. An awful lot of them featured with their senior clubs, and okay. I would be saying that to any you know a uh, young woman that's out there at this one time looking to maybe come in on the programme next year is there's a summer ahead of you now and if you're if you're coming into the under 17 age bracket you should be really trying to get on your senior club camogie team in Cork because I think the more more young women that we have coming in there it'll keep the it'll keep the process going for us you know underneath or, you know underneath the county team like we're only guardians of, of this great group of people it's up to us to search and find them and bring them together and you know create that momentum or that spirit within the camp and I think there's great credit due to the players because after the Tipperary game Kieran, when we lost in the league yeah. game it's a league system the championship is a league system like you could see that day there were kind of cliques in the group after the tip game we were not where we wanted to be as a management team, we, we we believe in having a bit of fun and a bit of crack with them, and you know everyone enjoying the occasion and working hard as well. Like, but we felt after that game that we needed to to get the spirit going. So we had some massive sing songs, and Hannah will allude to that, like as well in coming home in the bus, and like the girls challenged each other to come up and sing at the at the top of the bus, and everyone participated, and like we they, they created their own competitions within the group, and you know it brought it brought the characters together and it brought the spirit of the group together, like and yeah. you know. 
everything else fell into place then so yeah. I did and so we're all Ireland champions this morning and today like, yeah. yeah I suppose you won the singing competitions on the bus cherries no 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 Mick Poland because Mick, <laughs> okay, Mick is enough. originally from Limerick the Kieran and, and I think Sean South was saying coming down now okay, right? yeah, right. um, come here how do you manage the leave insert now with, uh, trying to uh, work it around training and all that well we we probably take a break okay. now for two to three weeks, maybe, and the girls probably get back to their clubs. Okay. But um, well, I think we we well, usually well, wear well, me and Mick are in a bit of a conflict because I went the girls up running up the hills on Tuesday night, but he said no. <laughs> no. Well, we won't have a I, conflict like here now. We have a club match Thursday. That's why. <laughs> well, Mike is back with the club now. <laughs> There'll be a bit of a break, so we'll work it around. And look, uh, lastly, Jerry, um, or maybe actually I'll put it to the three of you while you're, you're all there. Um, I asked Jerry this question the other day and he kind of pushed it off but now that the, the game is over um, there was a rules forum held in Crow Park yesterday I know you weren't involved in it but is there anything uh, rules wise that you think would make the game uh, a small bit better I'll start with yourself first Mike um, I suppose the one change I would probably look for more than anything else is a bit more consistent in the refereeing you know sometimes the rules are interpreted different mm-hmm. by refs. You can get away with the pushing the back off some, and some more you don't. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think a small bit more contact wouldn't go too astray. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like because it is a physical sport. I think there has to be a bit of knocking and built in here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jerry, yourself? Yeah. After yesterday and the second half of the game, I know we were playing against the wind, and I know Clare had the advantage of the wind. And I've already listened to the full commentary of the match from from the uh, from your uh, the opposing say, radio station in County Clare and um, your colleagues in Clare. And the biggest thing that their pundits even it struck me afterwards was the amount of frees given in the second half, like in favour of Clare. I think yesterday they had something like eighteen to twenty frees in thirty minutes of camogie, like and. Like the question I asked Gavin, the, the referee after the match, just as he was leaving, I said, Did we, "Were we that? Were we that bad?" I said, "Like, were we fouling that much?" Because mm-hmm. I didn't think we were Michael. I didn't think we were Hannah. But it was his interpretation. So I do think, like, no matter what rule change comes in Kieran at, at national level, it once again will come back down to referees and the interpretation of of the game themselves on the day. Okay, so, really. And uh, Hannah, yourself as a player. Yeah, I'm the same with Jerry and Mike, but about the referees and maybe a small bit more physical, you can maybe shoulder something, maybe you can add in. Yeah. Um, Rory, I'm getting uh, awful bashing here, referee bashing uh, over here. So <laughs> fully deserved. <laughs> fully deserved. <laughs> um, yeah, but look, it's it's fantastic, uh, Roar, anyway, isn't it? All-Ireland champions uh, in the studio and look, able to celebrate uh, two in a row. Yeah, it certainly is, and it's been a pleasure, guys, having you here. Congratulations again, and uh, enjoy the celebrations. Thank you. All right, that's the uh, All-Ireland winning Cork Minor Camogie team. Uh, they're in studio. Thanks indeed for them coming in. Fantastic achievement yesterday, beating Clare. And uh, the celebrations uh, ongoing, and will go on and go for a while, and uh, fully deserved as well. After a fantastic win, back-to-back All-Ireland champions. All right, Manchester United and Chelsea level at a goal apiece. Uh, 91 and a half minutes on the clock. There will be seven minutes of uh, time added on after a couple of injuries. A serious-looking one to Eric Bailly as well. Earlier on today, Manchester City going top of the table with a 1-0 win over Burnley. Peter Smith. 
City won and City had to be persistent to break down a well-organised and hugely committed Burnley defence. The key moment came in the 63rd minute after a frantic period. Aguero dug the ball out from under his feet six yards out and shot Ricochet off keeper Heaton and defender Lowton on the line with the whole of the ball just having crossed over. Jesus almost under the second but meek hit off the line with City now recording 12 consecutive Premier League wins to regain Premier League leadership. Bernie nil, City won. It's going right down to the wire elsewhere. Uh, Arsenal's top four hopes taking a major blow today with a 3-0 defeat away to Leicester. Rangers beating Iberdeen today, two goals to nil at Ibrox. That means the Celtic have to wait to be crowned champions. In the Women's National League, Cork City lost 3-1 to Shelburne today. In the Munsters in your league, Avondale and Co. Wanderers played a scoreless draw this morning. In Yellow Games, the Premier Intermediate Hurling Championship from Oi beating Corsi Rovers after extra time in Porky Rin, 123-122 reaction on that one coming up in a minute. And in the Premier Intermediate Hurling Championship as well, the second game in Porky Rin, Kilworth beating Valley Rovers 20 points to 12. In the Premier Intermediate Football Championship, Canturk beating Castleton Bear 4-9-1-10. And in the Red FM Division 1 Hurling League, it uh, finished Bride Rovers 3-15, Ballymart 1-9. The Cork Senior Camogie team, meanwhile, getting their Munster Senior title defence underway today as they beat Clare in Ennis 4-14-1-9. We'll hear from Polly Murray in a little bit. Cork on into the Ulster Bank League final after their win over Dublin University today. 23 points to 3 was how that finished. In Formula 1, Valtteri Bottas uh, winning the Azerbaijan Grand Prix today, finishing ahead of his Mercedes teammate Lewis Hamilton. That means that uh, Bottas goes top of the Drivers' Championship. And uh, at the uh, London Marathon, the world champion Elia Kipushaj winning today. Selling the fastest time ever in London, the second fastest time in marathon history. Two hours, two minutes, 39 seconds is how he finished. Don't even think I could drive 26.2 miles in length of time. Uh, Kenya's Bridget Koseji winning the women's race, 2 hours 18 and 20 seconds. And Irish woman Sinead Driver finishing 7th in that race. Alright, uh, to Parky Rim we go. Uh, Kiran down today for that double header. Extra time and epic battle between Fumoy and Corsi's. Fumoy winning in the end after extra time, 123 to 122. From my boss is Dennis Ring. I looked at a classic game, fantastic game. It's a shame that there has to be a loser today because, you know, no team deserves to lose. It's a fantastic advertisement for hurling in, in Cork to be honest with you there was a great bitiness and good physicality on it and um, good job done by McMahon as well and, you know, uh, um, in keeping the whole show going over the draw or the extra time or the, the nerves after because <laughs> there was a lot of entry moments I suppose you say this is early days in the year and all of that but like suddenly when a game goes like that you want to win it you know and, and um a couple of things kind of went against us from time to time. We were disappointed and our lads kept coming back. I thought we started very well in the main game. We went up something like 5 or 6-2 and they came back and went ahead and we finished the half really well. Started the second half, I thought we played okay as well and we got hit for the goal and I think that was a big turning point in the game. It brought them into it. But significantly, we got the next three points from play, which was fantastic. Yeah. A great response to them. And, and um, then at the end, you know, there was some crazy things happening. Uh, you know, I don't know. They got a free at the end of the 65, and, you know, that was unusual, but uh, <laughs> to say the least. But in fairness to our lads, they kept their heads up, kept composure, used the ball very well, and got a fantastic score to equalise it because, and a great catch by James Malloy to do that. Uh, of course, they're always a very stubborn outfit. They never went away, but they only laid two or three times in the game, I think. Were you ever worried? Uh, Absolutely, of course, they're a fantastic team. Look, they see themselves as a senior club. They have been senior, and they have a fantastic record. And last year, look, they were a point behind Charleville in the replay, you know, and uh, a point again 
know today uh, they have a serious outfit but look I suppose our pride has been hurt the last couple of years people have kind of dismissed from a little bit from a hurling perspective our footballers have done really really well but like we haven't gone away you know and from that perspective we're delighted and, and this is a great boost for all the lads in the hurling in the club and, and you know from the next um number of weeks now we fellas who were injured with serious injuries and things like that coming into this game and our preparation maybe wasn't all what we would have liked it to be but we are absolutely very proud of the lads because in league form you know we were down a lot of players and we're down there in the in, in the in the bottom of the league and um, you know league form doesn't mean anything when it comes to championship and really really proud of our lads because they came back from the death two or three times you know and, and, and they deserve great credit we got we got virtually the exact same goal against Kilworth uh, three years ago uh, down in Kildare uh, Tomás Clancy came all the way from midfield all the way through on the end of a pass and buried it great great composure and, and likewise for them Sean, I thought Sean Toomey was fantastic and this composure he showed to take his uh, his goal and he got a fantastic score from play as well yeah. those one or two knocks there Dennis any injury words uh, one of them, hamstring is gone and the other one is the ankle could be broken or chip bone on it and uh, but you look uh, I suppose you know there's a lot of time now and we've other guys to come back to be honest we've other guys who come back from long term injuries and, and you know hopefully you know this puts us in fine fettle now going forward and you know it gives a lot of encouragement and I suppose look a win is a win but I suppose there's particular types of wins you take particular satisfaction from you know and, and it was just the nature of this particular performance I'd be very proud of the lads and, and you know uh, um, Mikey Brennan and uh, Trevor Grumbridge and myself and Paul Howard from a strength and conditioning perspective did a fantastic job with him as well and it was great to be short to the end and some of the young lads came on and did really really well for us you know and um, uh, we have a fantastic backroom team um, my, myself and Mikey and Trevor would be the first to talk about Paul Howard's contribution and Kieran Flynn who's fantastic for us and Tony Hartnett and Paul O'Keefe and those guys and you know Brendan Keane is very proactive for us and you know it's good for those lads today that we got that result because it, it means so much to them, you know. It's just for fun here. Liam Cole, it's an exhibition of, of, of accuracy there from Liam. Absolutely, it's fantastic. And, and uh, um, I, I was a little bit afraid there. There might be shades of, of, of 2013 against Clare in the drawing game uh, when the line ball went wide, yeah. that they had an opportunity to go up the field again. But um, I thought Liam was fantastic. He showed great composure, not just from, from freeze, but from play as well. And he used the ball very well. And he's a very elusive player. But he, he's, he's, an, he's a phenomenal hurler. He's, he's, he's obsessed with it. And he, 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 lives, he lives for it, you know. And um, uh, he only got his right rewards today. I'm delighted for him. Like it's a bit like the, the pressure's off now to some extent because the footballers are true, the hurlers are true, so you know you can enjoy the summer. Like, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, and I think look, this is that you know people talk about parking things for a month or so, but I think this is a very significant victory for us as well from the point of view of, of rankings next year. You know, so I, I think a lot of teams looking at their first round performances this year, uh, while you're not going to be playing next week or two weeks time, um, winning your first round or winning games in the championship is very significant, and you know uh, um, that that that. that that was an incentive for us as well and it's, you know, it was good as well today like there was league points and offer for us as well today which is significant as well from us from our perspective because we were missing a lot of fellas in the early league games I suppose you can't overstate the importance of a first round win in the championship no look it does a whole buzz in the whole locality and you know it means an awful lot to, to the town and I suppose to be fair to the lads they are the same lads that, 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 that beat um, Castlehaven as well so like you know there was a time where from I would have been questioned from a character perspective I think people can start um, you know and maybe putting those comments 
that's the way now, you know, that, that you know, fellas are showing it, but they're they're important to dig out those games. Now Corsi's are a fantastic team and Corsi's have dug out in those games last year as well. I was at their matches last year, particularly the one against Castle Lions and, and you know, even against uh, Charleville, they're an absolutely fantastic club. They're they're a massive club in terms of how well they're organised and how well prepared they are and how professional they are about everything they do from our perspective you know they are we would see them as a senior club and you, when the draw was made you know on a ranking system you'd say well they were the best team in the, from last year's Premier Intermediate going into this year with Charleville gone so we were delighted with the draw and equally we were delighted with the draw with Castlehaven as well because you know it's a tester you, you, you know you can measure yourself against those teams and uh, you know we, we've an awful lot to learn we did a lot of things wrong today we made a lot of mistakes a lot of self-enforced errors and all of that but um, you know you tend to forget about those when you get the result but you know, we'll go back and analyse all of those things and try and improve and be better as a team and we've some good young fellas there coming through and delighted with them uh, how they finished off the game as well for us you know yeah it's from my boss Dennis Ring there speaking after uh, today's extra time win over course he's at 123 to finish down in Porky Rin but uh, Kieran uh, major drama coming up to the end of uh, normal time yeah so what happened was the ball went wide or so we thought anyway umpire waved wide um, and then the linesman called the referee and said that it had taken a deflection so it should be a 65 mm-hmm. now the linesman is beside where this happens so he had the best view of it he's the best view of it I know from I weren't uh, best pleased with it but from where down the other uh, this happened we'll say the Black Rock end as opposed to the city end yeah, okay. um, so, and uh, from where we were in the, the city end dugout we'll say uh, so they they wouldn't have had a good enough view but anyway the linesman called it and it went wide um, the 65 mm. uh, Tiger Sullivan just put it to the, the left and wide it must be said he had a fantastic game as well he right. top scoring for courses is an understatement Um there was there's so many ticks here now he got he got most of the points for courses um yeah a small bit of drama but uh, probably a draw was uh, a fair result at the yeah. the the end of full uh, normal time courses never go away they're a very dogged outfit uh, it was the same last year in the the uh, County Premier Intermediate Final against Charleville that went to a replay as well and they only lost out by a point or two in the replay and that as well they're very dogged outfit they never gave up went to extra time um, and it really was just a, a shootout between Liam Coleman on Frieza and Tygo Sullivan from Corsi's but a uh, fantastic game I think there was a German TV crew over as well uh, filming oh, they got to see yeah uh, they're over from the, the Ford car company doing oh, it I yeah. think so they got to see a fantastic game um, uh, zooming in on yours truly up in the nice. press box but anyway whatever about that uh, they got to see a great game it was a fantastic fantastic game so uh, the neutral certainly got their money worth anyone who went in got their money worth alright uh, it's finished uh, at Old Trafford Manchester United won Chelsea won Adam Drury a David De Gea mistake caused Man United to blow the opportunity to close the gap on top for Chelsea as they were held to a one all draw. One matter opened the scoring after Luke Shaw squared a pass to him in the 11th minute, but in the 43rd minute, David De Gea spilled a tame Antonio Rudiger shot and Marcos Alonso was alert to score the rebound. The result means Chelsea remain in pole position to secure fourth, while United's hopes for Champions League football appear all but over. Full time at Old Trafford, it finished Man United 1, Chelsea 1. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to hear from uh, Greg Constance of Blarney. United after their under-17 FAI Cup win yesterday. John Cotter looks ahead to Cork City Finn Harps. Paddy Murray reflects on our Cork's win over Clare today in the Senior Camogie Championship. And uh, up next we're talking to uh, Kilworth after their win over uh, Valley Rovers. This is the show. Grab the Big Red Bench podcast at redfm.ie. Yeah! Yeah!
But also in the Premier Intermediate Hurling Championship today, Kilworth defeating Valley Rovers uh, 20 points to 12 was how that finished uh, earlier on today in the uh, second game uh, in Porky, Rin and uh, Kiran there. Obviously for us, I got a chance to speak to Kilworth's Austin O'Hara. I suppose satisfaction, you know, that's the main thing. Um, when we started back in the gym in October, I think the, the, main, the main goal for us was to get over the first round. And we knew coming in here today that this was going to be a seriously tough game, you know. Um, I suppose we were point down at half time, you know, and we, we knew at half time that we really needed to match Valley's work rate. Uh, we were confident in our hurling ability, but it was just the fact that they're so fit, so strong, you know, they, they're dogged. So I suppose in the second half, they really came out and we, we, we worked fierce hard and we got a few scores there. So yeah, yeah. we're delighted with it, delighted. A bit lethargic, all right, in the, in the first first half what was the reason or was there any for this loss there I suppose it was a small bit lethargic alright but I suppose um you know, we, 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 we have a style of play that we want to kind of stick to and it broke down a couple of times, you know, but I mean, the main thing we were saying to ourselves all year was just to trust the process. We did that and uh, it really paid off for us there in the second half because our style of play really showed, you know, and we pulled away there by eight points in the end, but, you know, right down to the last minute it was tough, like, and we, we knew we knew we'd have our work cut out, you know. Um, obviously the team as a whole played well, but maybe standouts from Liam Whelan, Owen Kerry and Will Condon there getting on score sheet and awful Yeah, three serious players, you know, um, I suppose going back through the years maybe we kind of we kind of felt that maybe if Noli was marked out of us that we kind of struggled for scores but I mean we've got some really good young fellas there now you know and we've a few to come back from injury now as well so we're going to have a strong panel this year and we feel that what we have that we're, we're very confident with them you know yeah, It's important not to have the break is it because you, you will be out until August I suppose Yeah look we're going to have a bit of a break uh, I think we're going to kick a bit of football next week so um, I suppose look we were, we were really concentrating on the hurling this year so uh, we get a break now for a few months and when we go back now we'll have a we'll have a, a third round to look forward to 20 points is a serious telly isn't it 20 points is a great scoring yeah and I mean we were like I said like I said there you know we're, we're very confident that we've got scorers all over the field and like you said there the three boys really stepped up there in the end for us you know um, they got a nice bit of scores between the three of them so we're very happy that our scores are spread out you know we've even there you see number five Nathan Byrne got a score like in the first half so we, we can get scores from, from, from range and uh, we're, we're very very happy with that. Overall, so you're just going to look into the summer now. I just say a bit of football next week, but look into summer. Yeah, work out in the gym and on the pitch. And yeah, we'll t- we'll we'll take a break for a few weeks. I don't know what Mackers and the boys have planned for us, but uh, we'll get a break for a few weeks anyway. And we'll go back. We might do a small bit of another pre-season, you know, take a break. Uh, I suppose look, fellas are going to do their own bit anyway because we are a fairly driven team. That way, we've we've got our own gym sessions, and you know, we everyone everyone keeps tipping away. So you know, we'll we'll keep going, and hopefully, you know, we'll have a we'll 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 have a nice long year of it. Do you mind me asking, is it, have you something to prove from last year? Like, you did well to put out Mallow last year, and then it just kind of... Yeah, I suppose beating Mallow really kind of put put our name out there, you know, that we could be contenders. I mean, going back now, we're, we're up Premier Intermediate since 2013. We never, we, we never got past the quarterfinals, so I think until we get to that stage... We'll be content. We can be contenders, um, but I mean, yeah, definitely beat Mallow last year shows what we have. You know, I mean, we uh, we three championship games in three weeks, and I suppose maybe that stretched our panel a small bit, and maybe that's what left us down in the end. But um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think I think teams teams will see that we are good. But we're, 
we're trying to get the contendership for the title, for the championship and that, that's the main thing That's Austin so, Ahara there of Kilworth after their 20 points to 12 win over uh, Valley Rovers today uh, in the Premier Intermediate Hurling Championship Red FM's own Jamie O'Hara has just texted me saying Kilworth the boost so he's obviously listening and delighted with the result I'd love to know how many killer games Jamie has gone to A lot of them I'd say because he, he stewards an awful lot uh, Not today though when his own club are playing he's probably at home chilling out on the couch <laughs> uh, <laughs> listening to us for Jamie um, getting awful abuse he's not even worked to defend himself <laughs> Um, but yeah, this game not a classic, not as good as the first game. It's hard to live up to games that are, are such so exciting before it. But, but also, if, if like, sorry to to, to no. slide tangent here, but if you're a player and you're expecting to play at, at quarter past three, quarter to four, whatever it was, and then for the match to be put back a half an hour, it has to affect your preparation, your mental state a little bit. Yeah, that's a fair comment. Actually, both teams were just kind of standing outside the gate and parking around. A lot of nervous energy that kind of gets dissipated. Yeah, then, you see. There, there were ways outside to to come in and the, the second the game finished they were all out yeah. uh, before the other teams had come off they were warming up because uh, I, I don't know was it announced when the game would actually start uh, we didn't hear it any over in the press box but um, so I don't know were they told when the game would get underway or how long they had to warm up but I suppose yeah that's a fair point it can uh, affect uh, teams but like uh, Austin alluded to there, there were, the, both teams were just very very slow out of the traps Chris O'Leary who's after being drafted into the Cork senior uh, hurling panel had a, a very good game from number five he's moved up front in the, the second half um, we mentioned it there as well Liam Whelan Owen Carey and uh, Will Condon who's uh, tweeting there as well actually mm. uh, all having fantastic games as well uh, knocking over points uh, Owen Carey was running through Valleys um, it was mad just to see him once he got the ball he was gone uh, and he set up an awful lot of scores as well so he contributed huge he, I think it was at four or five points he got uh, himself but he set up an awful lot more uh, second half much much better performance from uh, Kilworth and uh, they're very 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 happy with uh, that second half performance but the, there is things to work on but mm. uh, they have the summer off now they're, they're off till uh, August in around that for Valleys it's going to be tricky for them because they lost the first round of the senior football as well so yeah. both teams losing first rounds are going to be out again whenever uh, those second rounds are on um, uh, you know they don't get that time off uh, mm-hmm. although like if you have that time off it's like starting a whole new season again so that can actually affect teams as well but yeah I don't know. it wasn't as good a game as the first one but it was a good game in the finish and uh, Kilworth uh, just really came out in the second half mm-hmm. and drove on we're going to talk Camogie now and our Cork beating Clare today in the senior grade as the Rebels got their defence of the Munster senior title underway. Uh, Cork 4-14, Clare 1-9 was how it finished in Ennis. Lauren Guilfoyle there for us and call up a Cork boss, Paddy Murray. Was, um, you know, it was part of our game that have to improve still uh, as well, you know. So, uh, you know, we're, we're still probably in, in a small bit of development uh, stage still and, you know, we're trying a lot of the younger girls there at the moment just to see can we bring them up to speed, you know. But overall, happy with the scoreboard. 4.15 scored today so again as you were saying pretty happy with that and a widespread of scores yeah look the pitch is uh, difficult uh, you know at best you could consider it a, a training pitch you know I, I would, would would wonder on the uh, the length of the pitch I'd say that uh, 
if it's within the uh, regulations that says only scraping in there you know so bring us to a tight field we knew that and uh, you know I look forward to these games really going away from home and uh, coming to grounds like that too because uh, you know really tests the desire of the, the team and I thought that was good today On the opposite end of the pitch then you, you only conceded maybe 7 points there towards the last maybe 58 59 minutes and then conceded a, probably a goal there in injury time but you must be happy with the, the defence Yeah I thought the defence overall was outstanding I suppose the last 5 minutes I'd be disappointed but I think we conceded uh, 1-2 uh, and uh, you know, other than that, I thought they uh, played well, moved the ball out of the field quite well as well. Like I just thought the middle third sometimes we uh, uh, probably overdid it a small bit there. That uh, you know, when we left the ball into the full forward line, I thought we had them in trouble inside. You know, so um, I suppose look, work to do still, and uh, you know, um, look forward to Limerick in two weeks' time. Now, neither management seemed overly happy with the referee today. I don't know. I haven't said a word to him. Really. Um, do you know? know that I think that uh, um, um, overall, I suppose that uh, he did quite well. A difficult place to referee. Uh, you know, look, uh, you had more spectators on the line than outside the wire. So you know, uh, I'd feel sorry for him on that side of things. That uh, you know, I just I'm disappointed with the, the level uh, of the ground. Really, you know, monster championship to be put into some place like this. I think is very disappointing. I think it's disrespectful to the competition. Uh, compared with last year, you know, we played in stadiums last year and. Uh, you know, it just uh, it puzzles me really. You know, seven weeks since your last competitive fixture. What have you worked on over the past couple of weeks? I suppose look, just getting our holding right. Really, um, I suppose during the winter or, or the springtime, we we uh, were working on on the conditioning side of things, and uh, so we're only kind of back really three weeks. And uh, I suppose looking at the league final, um, we've a bit to do yet to catch up to those two. So we'd be hoping that we'd uh, make that ground up over the next uh, four or five weeks. About six weeks now until the actual championship, and you're getting, you're, you're playing clear in the first round. It's important to get victories in these matches to get more competitive matches ahead of that, I would assume. Absolutely, yeah, that's key. You know, we've Limerick uh, two weeks' time, which is going to be a very, very tough game. So uh, we look forward to that. And uh, it's important that we do get over it. And, uh, you know, I think two weeks after that, then we'll be in the final. So uh, we, we, you know, we treat this competition very importantly. Um, you know, we find that it's good for us. A great weekend for Cork. The, the miners winning yesterday. Did you get a chance to yeah, look, um, good win. Um, obviously, two in a row, which is which is uh, is a very important. It's great for these girls. Uh, you know, I've watched a good bit of them down through the years, and uh, um, you know, a promising team with with, with a lot of promise coming there you know obviously to get to the level here they have a good bit of work to do yet but uh, you know it, it, it gives them confidence uh, to go forward you know Yeah it's Paulie Murray there in conversation with Lauren Guilfoyle after today's win for Cork over Clare in NS Cork 4-14 Clare 1-9 was how it finished that's about as routine a score as you can get and hope for I suppose in your opener in the, the championship here yeah, like, well, they're looking to hold on to that title. It's like, if you remember last year, playing Tipperary and Parky Cueve, it was uh, one fairly, fairly one-sided uh, encounter. But um, I think that's a per- that was a preliminary quarterfinal today. I think so. The the actual quarterfinal is going to be in the next no. uh, two or three weeks, the eleventh of May, I think. Um, but uh, routine for. Cork, Camogie. Um, interesting, it, it, obviously, talking a lot about the facilities there. That was op- It's been open a few years. The dress rooms are opened last year, mm-hmm. I think. They're porta cabins. Now, it was the same in Castle Road for a number of years, although the, the pitch in Castle Road where Cork, Camogie play is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, fantastic surface there, but um, you don't want to be playing senior championship either on, on you know what are development squad facilities, I would essentially, yeah. like, you know. 
Exactly, yeah, but a great one for Cork today. Congratulations to Paulie Murray and his team. All right, uh, going to look ahead to Cork City and Finn Harps tomorrow night. Cork City looking desperately to arrest uh, a terrible run of form that continued last Friday night away to Derry City as they went down 2-0 in the Brandywell. They take on a Finn Harps side tomorrow who've just got three points from 14 games. They conceded 29 goals. It's a good game for Cork City to go into if they need to get a result and get some confidence. But City will have to change things around. Gary Comerford, Dan Casey, Conor McCormick are all suspended. Alan Bennett, Gord Morrissey, Carl Shepard and Sean McLaughlin are all injury doubts. So I might bring my boots that across tomorrow night just in case coughing leads someone uh, John Collar the assistant manager was in conversation with me earlier on today and uh, this is our chat I mean, look obviously it's frustrated obviously look it's not just Friday either it's going on a few weeks and um, look we just need to react again tomorrow look that's the one good thing about having games coming taken fast you've no time to feel sorry for yourself you have to pick yourself up and go again and hopefully tomorrow night we can get that win we've been looking for Is it too simple to say it's a luck thing you need your luck to change you need to get that one win under your belts and things will turn around Ah uh, yeah look you could be using it as an excuse too and I wouldn't use it as an excuse that it's luck but um, obviously luck plays a part without a doubt but wouldn't be using that as an excuse either look everyone knows we need to do better um, and hopefully tomorrow we can rectify that and go out and put, a, put in a good performance and take home three points You have been unlucky though a couple of annoying goals conceded even Conor McCormick getting sent off Friday for what seemed like a, a very harsh second yellow Yeah it looked harsh yeah look as I said now look look you can go on about these things but to be fair I'd rather focus on tomorrow and focus on the positives and try and get fellas going for tomorrow and as I say put a lot of things right tomorrow that haven't been going our way over the last few weeks and that's the main thing we just need to pick ourselves up and put in a good performance and try and get three points like this is the lowest day you've had since you've come in as a management team I mean like what are the challenges facing you? Uh, to turn around hmm. to get a win uh, score a few goals um, all those challenges which are as you said it's the first time it's happened it's new it's um, we're not used to it players aren't used to it but look as I said that's still not it's not good enough on our, our behalf to be honest we know we have to do better players, staff everyone has to has to do better and hopefully tomorrow now we had a good session there this morning hopefully tomorrow we can we can put right a few things What's the atmosphere been like in the camp for a team that's been, I suppose, been so used to winning all these years and competing now to be at the, the bottom end of the table I mean, what's the, uh, the atmosphere has been fairly good to be fair um, look you try and stay as positive as you can you have to you have to be positive and um, obviously coming home in the bus the night was fairly quiet mm. but um, look the journey doesn't help but look that's that's part of it too you have to and that's what I'd be saying about saying earlier that something about the game's coming taking fast you've no time to feel sorry for yourself you've, mm. you've no choice but to pick yourself up and get going again and um, that's where tomorrow night will be doing it and then obviously we've another game coming taking fast again Friday so um, but generally the atmosphere has been quite good we've a lot of experienced lads in there and a lot of fellas that have probably been through something like this in previous times so um, they've been helping out with the, the younger lads and look everyone's been positive to be fair and as a management team are you feeling the pressure? Uh, no look geez, obviously it's not it's not a position you want to be in to be under pressure to win games and look we're always under pressure to win games since we've come in anyway we're just lucky enough we were winning games and no we're not winning games as, as frequently as we'd like but um Look, you have to deal with that too. That's that comes with it. Take the good with the bad. I always say, when you win things as we've won things in the past, you don't get too carried away, mm. and you don't get too down when you when it's like this as well. You have to keep a fairly level head in it, and that's generally what we've been trying to do. And with all due respect, Finn Harps, I mean, like they're bottom of the table, three points all season. If you want to get a win tomorrow night, that's probably the team to play. Well, hopefully, we'll be saying the same after now. Mm. But um, yeah, look, we had a good win up there earlier in the year, but Finn Harps has never 
never mm-hmm. easy to be fair look Ollie and Hegsy and them up there will have them well organised and look they're scrapping for points too as we are so we've no doubt it'll be a tough game and we did a few things this morning worked on a few things and hopefully we can mm-hmm. put in a performance do well play with a bit of high intensity back to what we were good at a bit of high intensity a bit of show a bit of character and uh, I was going to use another word there but I can't <laughs> but um, show a bit of character and come out fighting and try and get that three points and they got a good point on Friday as well so their tails are going to be up they did and it was a penalty for them later on in the game as well that they got an equaliser slide or an equaliser with so they might feel hard done by there they probably thought they should have had the three yeah. points but look we just have to concentrate on ourselves and get our boys going for tomorrow and we know that we need to put in a performance and the players no need to put in a performance and we need to get back to playing with a good high intensity and a bit of attacking football and hopefully create a few chances and score a few goals and just from the point of view of getting the team ready it must be frustrating to have a game on Monday after the trip to the brandy one on Friday yeah but I, look that's what I, like getting back to that order I think some, you're better off especially things that you need I know look it's a short turnaround for players and but you need to get back at it don't feel sorry for yourself sometimes a week is a long time I know it gives <laughs> fellas a chance to recover and stuff but you know and I, I feel you need to just pick yourself up get going again you can't sit down feel sorry for yourself and wait for other people to turn around you got to look at yourself and get going again and that's generally what we've been trying to do What's the message to the supporters John considering like, I suppose the, the form at the moment And look we know it's not everyone knows here that it's not been good enough to be fair and look we just got to the support has been unbelievable since we've come in to be fair and look I can understand supporters' frustrations too I wouldn't I'd be lying if I said otherwise so look we know there's a good group here there's Look, there's a lot of staff here that have been involved in the last five, six years. There's a good group of players, good players that have been brought in. So, look, we know that we've got to turn around. Mm. Players know that. We know we're under no illusions what's, that it's not good enough. And that's all we can do. Keep working as hard as we have as we have been. And hopefully tomorrow we can get off to a good start and get a, get three points. Three suspended, though, for tomorrow night, which means chopping and changing, which isn't ideal when you want to start to get back to anyone else. It's not. It's not. But, look... You have to take that as well. Look, that, that happens. It's football that happens. You that, uh, it's pointless me sitting here moaning about that because mm-hmm. these things come along to every team. So you just got to put faith in the lads that, be, that will be playing and concentrate on them for tomorrow and hopefully they go out. And look, everyone knows has been good enough. So a bit of fresh legs, players playing for places, mm-hmm. you know, which comes with it as well. These fellas, some fellas probably think they should be given a chance earlier. So look, tomorrow's a good chance for them and um, good chance for the boys that were playing Friday that'll be playing tomorrow to put things right and fingers crossed a win to transform I suppose the atmosphere in the dressing room and the terraces as well exactly and around the whole city obviously look everyone deserves a win players, staff, supporters club everyone deserves a win everyone deserves three points and everyone's fighting for the same thing and that's what we need and hopefully hopefully tomorrow might give fellas a bit of confidence and um, take it from there but as I say we won't be looking past tomorrow yeah, great honesty there from uh, Cork City system boss John Cotter as they go in search of a much needed win tomorrow night, Kieran. Fingers crossed. Yeah, big time. They really, really needed a win. And, and Finn Harps got a decent result uh, with uh, yeah. Slagger Rovers as well this so, week. 7.45 kickoff time uh, in Turners Cross. We actually have a pair of tickets to give away to that game. Um, if you would like to win them, just text 086 8104 086 8104 with your name and your full address, please. And we'll draw out the winner in just a couple of minutes before we wrap up the show. Uh, before we do, um, Blarney United yesterday, they're under 17 winning the FAI Cup with a tremendous win over St. Kevin's boys in uh, Jellymoon Park winning by a goal to nil uh, Blarney ended up with nine players in the end but got the win in the end their manager is Greg Constant I've been speaking to him today FBI Cup champions first off how does that sound? Well it sounds fantastic it's it's uh, unbelievable really I suppose 
the club is actually 70 years in existence this year so it's it's the first time they've ever won an FAI Cup so it's massive massive for us and to the feet said Kevin's yeah. boys as well who have such a, a tradition I suppose in schoolboys football must uh, be, na- be an extra sweet I suppose yeah absolutely 100% like we went up to Dublin beat them on their, on their, in their backyard really because they're they're affiliated with Bohemian so we played the game in Daly Mount Park so it was extra special to beat the Dubs in Dublin yeah you know, look, it's a great day for Cork soccer. It's a great day for, for my club as well. Yes, certainly so, is. Playing in Dalymont so. Park, um, were your guys kind of intimidated by the atmosphere, intimidated by the venue? No, um, I, I maybe slightly, like, but no, I think they were, they were a bit nervous. I when they knew that it was, look, everything was probably in, in St. Kevin's Bites' favour. Like, we had to make the bus journey up yesterday morning with Dublin referees, mm. Dublin venue. Everything was probably against us, but... Having said that, there's, you know, they weren't really intimidated too much. I, I wouldn't think so. You know, we we knew that it was a bigger pitch, so we we had the measurements. We 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 prepared well for that. You know, we 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 set our own pitch up and training during the week, the same you know the same size as Daly Mount Park and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they were they were prepared. They were prepared well. I wouldn't say intimidated, but look, it wasn't ideal having to go to Dublin and as I said about Dublin refs and Dublin venue, nothing was going right for us. But look, we defied the odds, I guess. Um, yeah, one nil win. Uh, Mitchell Manny with the goal in the first half. What kind of game was it, Greg? I be honest, no, it was the ultimate game of two halves. It, yeah. it was it was very windy. It was there was a gale force wind blowing. We 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 won the toss. We decided beforehand uh, in the warm up. I, I spoke to Zach McCarthy, the captain, and we said, "Look, we'll we'll play with the wind. We'll you know we were after a trio burst journey uh, burst journey up. So we said, look, 'Look, we'll play with the wind. We'll try and.'" Get on top. I personally thought it was a two. We needed two goals, you know. But look, one did it. We got we got the goal from a set piece. Mitch Mitch was strong, like he's very strong from set pieces. He he got the goal, and we we sat back. Then in the second half, we knew what was coming. You know, it was we 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 went five four one basically in the second half, mm. and we, we we rolled a look at times. But look, they're a good side. Kevin Kevin's, you know, they're traditional. You know, you know, we knew what was coming. Mm. But look, the lads put their bodies on the line. Hard work got us over the line. It's great. Um, you, yeah, you finished with ten. They finished with nine. But was it a bad-tempered game, or was it just one of those things? Oh, um, there was just one flashpoint. Uh, one of our lads, Anthony, got sent off for two yellows. I, I think harsh enough, you know. Yeah. A tackle, a tackle after four minutes. You know, if the tackle happened after thirty minutes, I would say, yeah, fine, I, I take the yellow. But I think the ref could have, you know, maybe had a word with him, like you know. Yeah. But look, it was what it was. And then he got sent off for. The ref said he, he cursed at the line. I don't, I don't think it was too much in it, you know. It was, it was the second, but second one. Then it was actually us that went down to nine. They finished with ten. All right. It was yeah, yeah. We had, we had the second. It was look. It was a flashpoint. It was a bit of a bust up, and two, the two lads got straight reds. So that, that was fair enough. We accept that. Yeah. Oh look, we dug in deep for the last five minutes. Then with nine against ten, and thought, oh, thanks be to God. Yeah. What was the feeling like at the final whistle when the referee finally did blow? Jeez, oh, I. I uh, I, I'm still kind of numb really it was absolutely brilliant for the club for the lads first of all for the club you know I said it's already about the 70 years and that and this is the second time Blair United have ever been in a in a, in a National Cup final they lost the, the, the previous one um, it was senior against Avondale in 2006 in the Intermediate Cup final so it looked massive just joy sheer joy you know for, for the club absolutely for the lads over the moon for them they deserve, you know, hard work. They, they, you know, since I took over this job, I, I, I joined them in uh, July, and uh, just they, they knew it. We, we said to them from day one, myself, Seamus Ring, and Car Murphy, that 
that was our target. You know, the National mm. Cup, we felt that good winners. Right? They, they probably thought we were mad like, because they didn't have such a great layer, a year last year. But look, we got there. Yeah, and I'd, along the way. yeah, certainly. And I'd uh, imagine after a long bus journey up, the bus journey back wasn't as long last night. Well, it was good. It was good. And we came back to the Castle Hotel in Blarney, who would be one of our main sponsors. So we had a great night there. So <laughs> just want to mind that. I may thank the sponsors, if that's okay. Just course, uh, yeah. super, value in, in, super value in tower and the Castle, Blarney Castle and the Castle Hotel, who have been absolutely fantastic to us. So much appreciated. Excellent. All right, Greg, thanks for taking our call and congratulations to you and all your team on a fantastic win yesterday. No bother. Thanks very much. That's Greg Constant there of Blarney United after winning the uh, the under-17 FAI Cup yesterday. It's an incredible achievement. Finishing with nine players in Dalymount Park against St. Kevin's boys. Uh, fantastic result for them. Congratulations. Uh, celebrations ongoing and a uh, fully deserved win. Delighted for them. Yeah, it's great to see another Cork team doing so well as well. So yeah, is. all right, we are out of time. Thank you very much indeed for tuning our way on the show tonight. If you missed it, if you missed last night's show, grab the podcast on RedExtra.ie or on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, and follow us on Twitter as well at Big Red Bench is the place to send your uh, place to hit the follow button. I should say. Uh, right, we have competition winner Kieran. Uh, computer just uh, computer went down just with me. Two, two seconds, two seconds. Bear with me. All the suspense is killing me. Uh, I hope yeah, it lasts. Computer just kind of caught. Yes, we have one. Yes. I have one picked. The winner um, is? David Garrett up in Douglas. Enjoy that, David. You're on the way to Corrects Infant Harps tomorrow night. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday, folks. Alan's up next with Green on Red. Um, touch next Saturday. The Big Red Bench. Come on. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m.